Let's get some rest. This is True Sleep, the podcast that aims to help you meditate in your heart upon your bed and be still. Make the most of those late night hours when you just can't get to sleep. Another one verse meditation, and we're going to dive right in. I always appreciate when podcasts get right to the point, and yet I don't always do that myself. And here I am rambling right now. What am I thinking? Romans 1, verse 6. That's our verse. Short. Uh, to understand it, though, we have to read the whole paragraph. So I'm going to start at verse 1, and you're going to have a hard time following. If you're anything like me, you're going to have a hard time following Paul's line of thought. I will signal you when we get close to verse 6 to rouse yourself to pay attention to the words we're going to focus on during this meditation. Romans chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, a servant of Christ Jesus, called to be an apostle, set apart for the gospel of God, which he promised beforehand through his prophets in the Holy Scriptures concerning his Son, who was descended from David according to the flesh and was declared to be the Son of God in power according to the Spirit of holiness by his resurrection from the dead, Jesus Christ our Lord, through whom we have received grace and apostleship to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of his name, and we're getting close to verse 6 now, among all the nations, now we're at verse 6, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. That's our verse, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. All right, we're going to take it word by word and chew this up as we settle in for some good, deep rest. Including, Paul's talking about the fact that through Jesus Christ, God's way of salvation branched out beyond just the Jewish people to the Gentile people, like these Romans who are receiving this letter. You are probably a Gentile. And I, I say that because um, the Jewish people are not heavily represented in the geographic areas that I see represented in my analytics for this podcast. In fact, if you are a representative sample of my podcast listenership based on the analytics, you are probably a woman who lives in Virginia. But you might not be. You could be anyone, and you may be a Jewish believer. But Paul's point here is that through Jesus, salvation was broadened out, and the message went out to Gentile, non-Jewish people like me, like these Roman Christians that he was writing to in the book of Romans. So he just listed out all this awesome stuff that God has done through Jesus Christ. And his ministry is all about bringing about the obedience of faith for the sake of Jesus' name among all the nations, including you. So you are included. You are included. You may be excluded from a lot of things. You may be excluded from the Millionaire's Club. I don't know that there is a Millionaire's Club, but you may be excluded from the beautiful vacations that you see your friends taking on Instagram or your buddies going on during spring break. You may be excluded from a lot of close friendships and you look on from the outside wishing you 
had such close friendships. You may be excluded from Costco because you don't have a membership, but you are included in the very most important movement in all of reality, in all of human history. By faith in Jesus Christ, anyone can be included in what God is doing through Jesus, reconciling sinners to himself, adopting sinners as sons and daughters. You're included in among those who are called to belong to Jesus. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I want you to dwell on that inclusion part. Inclusivity is a, is a high value in our culture right now in America. Uh, everybody wants everybody to be included in all things at all times. No one is to be excluded from anything. Christianity is actually a very inclusive religion. Now, it's exclusive in the sense that it's only by faith and allegiance to Jesus that sinners are saved, but it's inclusive in the sense that anyone can receive that. So I just want you to take some time to think about those aspects of your life that make you feel excluded. And as they come to mind, I want you to contrast that with this inclusion that God the Father offers you through Jesus Christ, included among his people, included in his grace and mercy and love, included into his acceptance, included into his church, among a fellowship of fellow included sinners who believe and follow Jesus. So just bring up the contrast of that inclusion and those ways that you have felt excluded throughout your life. I'll give you about 15 seconds to think on that. I also want to encourage you to think about other people. Who is in your life right now that you would love to see included in all these blessings that God offers through Jesus, but who right now is excluded because of their rejection of Jesus or their ignorance of Jesus? Let the Spirit bring those names to mind and just pray for them one by one that God would include them like He has included you and would break through any barriers to them accepting Christ as their Savior and Lord. So again, just take these maybe 10 or 15 seconds, the Spirit may be bringing names to mind. Pray for them to become Christians, to be included. So Paul, writing this letter, is working hard to bring about the obedience of faith for the sake of Jesus' name among all the nations, including you, who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. So including you who are called. That's another word to consider called. It means invited, selected, or appointed. 
when God calls someone, it is an effective call. When you call someone, they can see your name come up on caller ID and they can just let it ring or they can hit decline. When God calls someone, it is effective and they answer. If you are a Christian, it is because, it is because God called you. It is not because you pulled off some great feat of moral excellence. It's because God called you. So let's just take a minute to reflect on that. How did you become a Christian? How did God call you to receive Jesus Christ? What were the circumstances? Who was involved? When did it happen? Think through the details of your testimony. Take about 15 seconds, 20 seconds to think through that. including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. That's the last part we're going to think about, belonging to Jesus Christ. Now, in the original Greek, which I am no expert in, but there's resources that help dummies like me to understand, the word belong isn't really in there. It reads more like including you who are called of Christ, of Jesus Christ. But the translators who know way more than I do about Greek understand that syntax to imply belonging. So you were included, you were called, but you weren't called just into some sort of a fan club or like a book club that meets to read the Bible from time to time and appreciates it. You were called to belong. You were called to belong to Jesus Christ. A lot of Christians have a misunderstanding of their relationship with Jesus, the, the rightful relationship. It's one of belonging. It's not uh, that he is our best buddy. And it's not that he is a helpful contact in our phone that we can pull up when we need him. We belong to him. You belong to Jesus Christ. There's a couple of senses in which that's true. One, just that sense of belonging, he wants you. He wants you here. He wants you in his kingdom. He wants you to be one of the citizens of his kingdom. He wants you in his church. He wants you in fellowship with him and the Father and the Holy Spirit. You belong. You fit. You were predestined before time began for this. What an amazing truth. So much about your life may seem almost accidental or may seem out of control from time to time, but Jesus went through a great deal to secure your salvation and your relationship with him. So just reflect on that aspect of belonging for just a few moments. You belong to Jesus Christ.
And then finally, let's reflect on another sense of that, that idea of belonging, which is the idea of ownership. We are not our own. We have been purchased with a, a high and holy price. And we belong to Jesus, not just in the sense of fitting and having a place, but also in the sense of obligation. Salvation is accomplished by Jesus on the cross, and we bring nothing to it. So we are saved by grace through faith, not of our own works, lest anyone should boast. It's all a gift of what Jesus accomplished, but that does not mean there are no strings attached. Being a Christian means giving over the keys to your life to Jesus Christ. And that is a good thing. It's something that we all long for, even when we don't realize it. A lot of people think that it is going to be bad, and they hesitate to become Christians because they they don't like that idea of giving up control. But deep down, we all kind of want that. We all kind of want to return to the way it was when we were kids. And somebody else was in charge. And somebody else was the one who had to know what was what, what to do, what was right, what was wrong. Someone else could guide us. Someone else could protect us. Someone else could tell us what needed to be done and when. I think deep down, we all kind of still want that. And that's in there. That desire is in there because it is designed to be fulfilled by belonging to Jesus Christ. He is our Savior. He's also our Lord, which means we are obligated to obey Him. We belong to Him in that sense as well. So let's reflect on that for a minute. You, if you are a Christian, and I hope you are, and I invite you to be one, but if you are a Christian, you belong to Jesus Christ. He has absolute ownership rights of you. Reflect on that for the next 10 to 15 seconds. Now I want to invite you to continue thinking on just this one verse, including you who are called to belong to Jesus Christ. And I want to pray for you. In case you've been bumped off of that truth through the course of this week, and in case you've forgotten to whom you belong, in case you have forgotten your calling, in case you have forgotten your inclusion in God's awesome work through Jesus. You know, when we first become Christians and we get baptized, especially those who become Christians as adults, we're filled with this fresh sense of newness that we're newly part of this awesome movement of Christians. And that this call is so fresh and so new, and we're just getting to know Him. But as time goes on, our relationship with Him can grow stale, and we can forget the wonder of it. So maybe that's it for this evening. That's what we need to reflect on. Let me pray for you as you think on this. Father, thank you for my brother and my sister listening right now. Lord, would you help them to settle deep down, deep, deep down in their heart, the fact that they have been included in the obedience of faith, that you called them, 
and that they belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen.